Welcome, friends, to the Boiled Sports Predicto. I'm your host, Jay, and this is the Boiled Sports Audio Predicto for the Illinois-Purdue matchup this weekend. We'd like to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. First, Martin Vintage, where you can get truly wonderful, soft, comfortable Purdue t-shirts. You can also get a 15% discount if you enter Boiled at checkout. MartinVintage.com Thanks also to AJ's and West Lafayette. They're still ready to serve, so hit them up the next chance you get. AJ's. Burgers. Beef. Beer. EatAJ's.com And of course, Gridiron Metalworks. Your solution for the hard-to-shop-for person. Grill grates, griddle grates, and home and office decor branded to your favorite college team, armed service, or civic organization. Gridiron Metalworks. GridironMetalworks.com It's week two of this most unusual season, and Purdue travels to Illinois to battle for one of the weirdest little trophies around. It's the Purdue Cannon, a cannon that's just the right size for rodents to use in a battle against humanity. It's kind of funny when the players hold it up. It's like if the Stanley Cup were the size of a beer stein. Anyway, Illinois got trucked in their first game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin then had to shut down football operations because of a virus. Viruses can be passed from person to person. The joke has already been made on Twitter many times about how Illinois should be safe because they got nowhere near Wisconsin players during that game. Har, 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 har. Okay, we get it. But there are rumors out there that Illinois is suffering some illnesses. Uh, I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon, less than 24 hours before the game. Nothing is broken officially yet, uh, but if it does, Purdue could miss two weeks in a row because it feels unlikely at this point that Wisconsin will be ready to play next weekend when they're scheduled to face your Boilermakers. So what would all that mean? undefeated season baby that's what it means okay maybe not but if purdue finishes up 1-0 i'll go ahead and tell you that there is a non-zero chance that your favorite purdue site might have some undefeated 2020 shirts printed up and i'm sure they'll fly right off the shelves given how popular our existing apparel has been anyway what's the thought process around here for purdue versus illinois well let's start with boiler dad and jump into what he thinks so last week, your Boilers clawed and gutted out a victory over Iowa, tried to establish the run, and really didn't do an effective job of doing so until the fourth quarter. Conversely, uh, Illinois struggled in almost every uh, facet of the game versus Wisconsin. They tried to take away the run from Wisconsin. They did so, but while doing so, they created a superhero first starter uh, in Mertz from Wisconsin as he went 20 for 21 through five TDs, as you guys all saw. What's that mean for the game on Saturday? Well, I think it means that Illinois might not be very good, and it's kind of that simple. I think Purdue will win this game. They're favored. Vegas favors them, but I think they're going to be inspired and ready to play since Coach Brom is back on the sideline. I look for Purdue to... Uh, get into the high 30s, if not 40s, and uh, put up some points as uh, AOC spreads the wealth, as Jay likes to say. Purdue, 37. Illinois, 28. There we go. We're fully on in the in the Purdue steamrolling all comers now. So when it's windy or something tomorrow and Purdue loses like 21 to 6, we'll all be totally gobsmacked about where that came from. Next, though, we're going to go on to a niche. Nish, what say you? So life is always better when Purdue wins, the week after Purdue wins a close game. It just feels so great because there were a lot of actually pretty 
not alarming, but like uh, things that didn't jump off the page to me, which included a lot of the offensive play calling in the second and third quarter of the Iowa game. Um, it seemed like they hit a, you know, they, they hit a wall. Now, that being said, AOC started the game really well, ended the game really well. And to Brian Brom's credit, he stuck with AOC and stuck with the running game the entire time. Now, those are questions that I have about whether Jeff would have actually done that. But it was to Brian's credit that he stuck with AOC and kept going to Xander Horvath. And in the fourth quarter, both of those, all of those decisions paid off. But it was kind of not looking ideal in the second or third quarters. Same thing with, um, you know, the defense. There were a, there was a lot of space, um, you know, behind the linebackers and below the um, defensive backs. Um, they were, you know, Iowa's quarterback and lead receiver were getting open looks. It it didn't look fantastic. That being said, they did. I mean. Uh, uh, Jay Money said this during the post game podcast. The you know there were no mistakes, like there were no or no there were no penalties. Um, you know they, there weren't stupid mistakes. Um, I don't think you can teach or train recovering fumbles. I think that that is a um, pretty random stat. Um, yeah, it's pretty random from game to game. It just kind of depends on where people are, but it does make a difference that you know in that game. Um, uh, you know, we had defensive backs forcing fumbles and Purdue capitalizing on that. And the fact that, you know, maybe it's a low percentage play for that to happen again, doesn't matter. It, it, they, um, they, they came out with the ball in the end. So they came out with these key turnovers in the end. Um, another thing that wasn't great that bugged me was the end of the first half um, plays. So, you know, the, um, uh, careless turnover by AOC and the bat and kind of a lot of space in the gap, um, you know, in the gaps of the defense, allowing, uh, Iowa to set up for a quick field goal. So all of these things, if AOC and, you know, wouldn't have clawed Purdue back, um, for, you know, for kind of in that, uh, late game kind of game clinching drive, same thing if David Bell and Milton Wright and Xander Horvath hadn't had fantastic performances, we might've been feeling a little more sour about this game, but that's the thing. Things are always a little sweeter when Purdue wins on defense. Big George was great. Demarcus Mitchell was great. Uh, to me, unexpectedly, um, you know, Mitchell having that kind of a performance. And those are the players that I expect to have. Um, great games again against Illinois because I don't think, especially with those five, Bell, Wright, Horvath, George, and Mitchell, I don't think it was a fluke that they did this against Iowa. I do think that Illinois is nowhere near as good and nowhere near as talented um, as Iowa is. Now, the coaching is a little bit uh, weird because you know we know that Santa Levy might take a few more shots than, um, than Ference, but to me... Um, you know, I I think it wasn't a fluke last week. I think with Jeff Beck calling plays, I'm not sure if Rondale plays again. I think we look to him for next week. But I think the five stars that had great games, plus AOC's kind of steady hand under center, gets Purdue to a 33-21 win. So congrats to Anish there on not giving me an easily flubbed line to dunk on with him this week, as I did with last week's Predicto. Um, of course, I imagine he was more careful with his script this time around. Uh, I, in fact, I think you could hear him turning a page somewhere in there if you listen closely. 
As for me, Jay, I too am bullish on Purdue this weekend, but I'm the fool who was talking about 10 wins a year ago, so who knows. Illinois remains not very good. Uh, They won enough to go to a bowl game last year, and that included a win in West Lafayette, but I was never convinced that they were anything but dog meat last year either. Uh, I think Purdue may open it up a bit more this week with Coach Brom, that's Jeff Brom, back on the sidelines. Uh, And I also think you'll see at least two quarterbacks play. So that's my prediction. I'll say uh, Purdue. I'll I'll go with the same prediction I gave last week, 42-28 Purdue. So that's it for this week's Predicto. Please don't hesitate to let us know what you think. Um, unless you think we suck. In that case, I'd rather you just keep it to yourself. Um, but but really, we do enjoy interacting with you. We do love the Purdue football's back, even if it's in this kind of a bridge sort of semi-temporary form, whatever it is. It's fun for us all to have something to take a look at and distract ourselves from the horrors that are 2020. Um, so really, that's what we'll leave you with. Be safe, be kind, be decent to one another. Talk to you soon.